Hey guys, I'm Priscilla. And hey guys, I'm Jaylene. And we are the Wellness Amigas. Welcome to our podcast. We're two, dos Latinas, Hispanic women. We started taking care of our mental health and through the research we found, we want to help you. Our mission is to bring mental health awareness, self-care, and self-improvement to all, but most importantly, our community. Our episodes give insight through personal experiences, research, and health and wellness tips. So join us on our wellness journey, stream our episodes on all of our podcast platforms, and subscribe. And now let's get into today's episode. Before we start this episode, make sure to check out our latest episode with a special guest named Caesar. Yes, we touch on so many things. Caesar gives personal insight on his life, but more specifically entrepreneurship, starting a routine, goal setting, and so much more. So make sure to check it out and leave us a review down below. Now on today's episode, we're covering self-sabotage and how it can prevent us from reaching our goals. So let's start by speaking on what is self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is a behavior or thought pattern that holds you back and prevents you from doing what is needed, required, or reaching a specific goal. The most common examples would be procrastination, self-medication through drugs or alcohol, binge eating, and self-injury. These are extreme changes, but there are ways in which self-sabotage might present itself in our day-to-day life. Have you heard of the person who overcomplicates a situation or is a perfectionist, which results in an analysis paralysis? Or the person that stays in a situation because they are comfortable, but deep down they know that it isn't good for them? Or what about the person that gets triggered by certain things, only focuses on the negatives of others, but does not reflect on their own behaviors? Or take constructive criticism well? Although these might not seem like they're serious, it can eventually build up and lead to greater issues with your self-worth, relationship with others, and your overall quality of life. This is a word that is going to come up throughout the Glow Up series, but self-awareness and understanding why you're sabotaging relationships and your life is key to breaking habits and generational curses. Ultimately, a lot of the reasons many self-sabotage is because they don't believe that they're worth of being successful or happy. Self-sabotage generates a lot of stress. Let's talk about where self-sabotage comes from. In an article from psychalive.org, it says that like other behaviors, self-sabotage can come from an early age and the influences from the people around us like friends or family. For instance, like if you were a kid that was called lazy or fat, throughout your childhood and adulthood, you may respond by not completing tasks, waiting for a last minute to finish something, and basically not putting any effort. And if you were someone that was constantly made fun of about their weight, you may tend to overeat to compensate for the way that you feel. You understand that doing these things does not benefit you. However, you have taken this as a part of your identity to emotionally protect yourself. It might be so much so that you don't even notice it. Yeah, and another example is insecurities. If you grew up around parents that were insecure, it may feel normal to be self-conscious. The article also states that the ego, which is the conscious self, encourages us to act on our defenses in all areas of our lives. But most often, it's our closest relationships. This connects to the idea of fear and those close to us seeing the dark parts of us. Um, I mean, I can speak on my own personal experiences, but self-sabotage for me, I think a lot of it comes from my anxiety. I get overwhelmed sometimes really quickly and I just shut down. And I think shutting down and not like analyzing like what's going on in the situation just makes me want to stop doing everything. Mm -hmm. And that's an example of self-sabotage because you're you're preventing yourself from reaching a goal. And I've struggled a lot with that. But through time, you start to like understand um, like what's important and what needs to get done. And you kind of have to separate yourself from that. Um, another one is exactly the example that I mentioned, which is like insecurities. I grew up a lot of I grew up with a lot of people that were insecure. 
So it's only normal and natural that um, I yeah. gravitate towards those things. If you start to understand where it comes from, like that's where the change needs to, that's where you need to start making a change. Mm-hmm. And so I think self-sabotage, everyone goes through something, but it's hard because it's, it's like, something that you're subconsciously doing without even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I have a tendency to self-sabotage in like romantic relationships so the issue with that is that I automatically now assume that like with relationships the father figure or or the male figure doesn't necessarily have to be there in order for there to be like a healthy relationship but that's an issue because now when like let's say I'm in a relationship or something my expectations for the man or whatever are very low. Like I, and that's because of what I was conditioned to see while growing up. And like the reality is that that's not the case at all. Both parties should be present in a relationship. Yeah. Now that we covered what it is, let's find solutions. So how do we stop ourselves from self-sabotaging? I think it starts by shifting our brains from a fixed to growth mindset. A lot of the time when we self-sabotage, we believe that the habit or trait is part of our identity. Like we said before, this is where the fixed mindset idea comes from. A lot of the reasons why many people see self-sabotage is because they're okay with their behavior. The moment that they realize that this behavior does not benefit them is when it becomes an issue. However, they don't really know how to fix it. I mean, it's fucking hard. Like, changing a habit from, like, (laughs) that you you grew up with your whole life and then all of a sudden you realize that it's not helping you, it's, like, you don't even know where to start. Yeah. All of a sudden you get hit with this truck of information that tells you otherwise and you're overwhelmed. Recognizing the behavior and understanding that it's going to take time to change the behavior is what's going to help with self-sabotage. This is where the growth mindset comes in, where you no longer identify with the behavior. It's not part of you. And also, fixed mindset can be very very dangerous mm-hmm. only because you don't see anybody's view but yours. Yeah, that's true. And again, we would all love to be right all the time, but mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> that's true. not how life works. Everybody's imperfect. So having a fixed mindset and not being open to other people's suggestions or perspectives, mm-hmm. it can be a form of self-harm. Self-sabotage also starts with being honest with ourselves. We have to analyze the behaviors and start looking for the reasons behind it and pushing forward. For example, if you're someone that doesn't know how to say no to other people and end up not having time for yourself, you have to ask yourself, why is it that you put yourself last? And why do you not care enough about yourself to make sure you're a priority? Mm -hmm. We know that it's hard, but here are some tips that could hopefully get you started. The first tip would be to identify the habit you want to work with and come up with a plan to tackle it. Having a planner and having some sort of schedule for your week might be helpful. That way you are holding yourself accountable by getting things done and it will also help you with taking time for yourself. It is important to start off slow. Think about how long you have been doing the old behaviors. It might take a while to adjust them. Um, Yeah, I think with scheduling and like having a planner, it's really important only because Like you said before, it's keeping yourself accountable. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are times where, like, I don't want to do anything. I don't think anyone wants to do something all the time. Like, we all get tired and motivated and inspired. Um, If you have kids, you got to feed your kids, (laughs) even though you're tired and you don't want to do that. There are things that we have to do that are kind of out of our control. And having a planner is great for that because it's almost like making a commitment to yourself that you're going to get it done. And sometimes seeing things on paper makes you understand, like, okay, this is serious. Um, There's no bullshit. Like, you need to check this off when you're finished and then continue your day. And I hear this a lot. It's just not that important or whatever. And I think that's terrible to think that because how can you help others when you don't help yourself? Mm -hmm. And if you have a planner and you're scheduling out your day, like, how can you not find 5 to 15 minutes for you to, like, take some time to breathe or to cook yourself a nice meal or to paint your nails or something, like... 
it can go in so many directions, but it needs to get done because if you're always stretching yourself out too thin, um, there won't be anything left of you. Yeah. I feel like also going back to the whole self-sabotaging in general, I feel like a lot of the reason why people don't know they're self-sabotaging is because of their family members, like we said before. Yeah. And like if your family member doesn't teach you the tools or the ways in which to help with self-sabotaging, there's no way that you're ever going to know. So having a planner also in a way helps you to plan out like your research, to plan out like if you have to go to therapy or if you have to take a moment for yourself to take a break. It's the little things at the end of the day. And the second tip is if you are someone that's affected by your failures, start thinking about all the good things you have done and write them down. Oftentimes, we are our own worst critics and mm-hmm. we forget to actually see the good that we have to offer to the world and to like other people and stuff like that. So if you're someone that's always thinking about all the negative things that you've done, it's really nice to write the positive things that you've done throughout your life, throughout your day, because then you start to see that it's all in your head. So start with positive affirmations and keep a small post-it note on your mirror, whether it be in the bathroom, bedroom, anywhere, honestly. Just start analyzing and start saying those words to yourself because through time, by habit, your brain will start to make shifts Mm -hmm. as to how you feel or how you're dealing with things. Constantly remind yourself of your worth. Make sure you're prioritizing yourself and that'll help you make better decisions throughout your life. This is a random thing, but like, I went to the dentist a few days ago and the dentist was telling me like, oh, like you're not flossing well enough or something like that. And I know that recently I've been skipping out on some days that I've been flossing because like I've been busy with other things. But it's like, well, my dental health is like more important at the end of the day than like all these things that I have to do. And like, I mean, I'm back to normal schedule. It's fine, guys. But yeah, it's like that's it's like the little things like that little habit if it hadn't been pointed out to me by my dentist it could have added up i could have ended up with like like gum disease or something you know like you gotta take care of yourself thinking about that priscilla it makes me think of like years ago when i was in high school and i was just starting playing around with makeup and um i would not wash my face at night and i would sleep with makeup on so for all of you listening that sleep with your makeup on that's another form of self-sabotage for the people that don't wash their face that don't brush their teeth that feel like because you're too tired and you don't have enough time to do something like that because it's going to take time out of whatever you're doing throughout your day that is also a form of self-sabotage because we're talking about like from your upbringings and like what you see from somebody else and sometimes you're like i'm never gonna be like that and then you are like then you're you come into your adulthood and you're like what the fuck i try to do everything else to not end up on the same path as this person and look at where i am so yeah so think about these things because like normal self-care and we have an episode about this in season two does appearance matter like little things that have to do with hygiene and upkeep it's important because it's not it's not about how you feel at that point it's about you have a body and like maintenance is important Mm -hmm. and that's so important and thank you for bringing that up because yeah yeah, yeah. like it's something so small that can just start like building a domino effect and once you realize it you've knocked all your dominoes Mm -hmm. in a line and it's like too late you have to like yeah go get surgery for something or like it it just yeah it builds up very quickly and i think that's also the same thing that happens a lot with people in their careers like I mean, this happened to me, too, again, another form of self-sabotage. Luckily, I got out. But I noticed, like, a year and a half into my career that I absolutely hated it. And I kept on doing it and ignoring the signs for a year and a half. And it's just, like, 
then after i'm like oh no fuck this i have to leave i'm clearly like i wasn't sleeping i was over drinking i was like gaining weight because i was drinking and just like emotionally eating like it was it was a lot but yeah i had to first get out of that and it's like time i mean jaylene and i practically went through the process together and i think when you're changing things around about yourself or in life it's easier to have somebody there that you can talk to about it than just doing it all on your own and everybody around you not understanding mm -hmm. why you're doing it it's hard yeah and it's like then like how do we help people out there that don't have anyone thank you for saying that because yeah. now we're on to the third tip yeah. and we always recommend therapy you may need to seek help from a professional team to be able to better understand what's going on there are a lot of things about ourselves that we don't notice yeah so if you're someone that that doesn't have the best group of friends around you or the best family um therapy is also very important so if you have yeah. the opportunity to go get help from a professional don't ever feel like you're weak or that you failed because you couldn't do it on your own um i feel like everyone in general should go to therapy but again that's another topic because like it's expensive mm -hmm. and so what you can do on your own is great but if you have the means to be able to find a therapist, then I would definitely recommend it. That's another way of unraveling all the things that you've learned. And then basically having a guide as to where you're going. Right. Which is like a great way of helping yourself. So recently I was looking up and apparently you could call the back of like your insurance card if you have any. I know sadly a lot of people don't, but if you do. And look for a therapist that cover that is covered by under your insurance. It might be like you have to co-pay or something, but I think when it comes to things like that, the money is worth it. Like we spend money on like like random things and it's like, well, what about the thing that matters the most, our, our head? You know? Yes. Thank you, Priscilla, yeah. because that's another form of self-sabotage. Yeah understanding that certain things are important and not wanting to put the money mm -hmm. or the effort in it because i think a lot of the times it's so easy to go buy a nice top or buy a pair of shoes yeah. or a purse or whatever and i'm speaking about these things because i'm speaking from like a female's perspective right, right? right yeah um it's so easy to buy materialistic things and not want to yeah. and not want to invest in yourself how is it that it's so easy to go buy again like those pair of pants those pairs of shoes but when it comes to like a membership to the gym twenty dollars mm -hmm. a month yeah. is too expensive when it comes to therapy we think too much about it even though we have the means for it yeah talking about people that can actually afford these things and it's just like you have to think to yourself like again why is it that you're not investing in yourself and why do you think that a new outfit is gonna change the way that you feel about yourself or gonna change the surroundings that you're living in you know it's kind of like you have to break free from that mm -hmm. and that's another form of self-sabotage and again that connects back to family it's like an endless cycle because it's like if you were taught to like conceal your emotions or to deal with situations by shopping or like by doing certain things then like that's what you're automatically going to resort to instead of like looking for actual solutions so and i think the sad part of that sometimes is, is that it becomes so normal that like it's really hard for you to even think that it's something's wrong because mm -hmm. sometimes we think that there's something wrong with us but we don't see beyond that and yeah. again like you said it's like a circle because it's, it goes right back to a fixed mindset we're at the end of this episode remember that self-sabotage can stop us from evolving into better human beings and although it may stem from our upbringing we can make conscious decisions to change our behaviors and we want to go back and just mention the three tips that we gave the first one is having a planner and having some sort of schedule having a planner is going to help you be accountable and be able to reach your goals if you're someone that's not taking enough time for yourself <laughs> this is something that you might want to think about because um you're stopping yourself from growth um, and what better way than writing it on paper? Because it's easier for you to see and you're being honest with yourself. 
The second tip is having positive affirmations. So putting a post-it note wherever you know you're going to look at. Because through time, you're building habits and your brain will start to see that. I feel like another way is also like, you know how like you can set phone reminders? Yeah. Like people like make sure to take a break, make sure like be happy. Like I've seen those posts on Instagram, but yeah, I think that's a good one too. You're going to see it and be like, oh shit, wait, I need to do this. And that's another great way of um, taking care of yourself. And the last one, we always recommend therapy. So um, if you don't have anyone around you, a support group, therapy is really good um, because it can help you and you can start following a guideline with a professional. I mean, like ultimately as people, I think we're always going to self-sabotage. Like that's just the reality. But The goal is to build tools so that like you could get out of it and to connect this a little bit with rock bottom self-sabotaging is like the perfect way and the perfect gateway into getting into rock bottom so preventing yourself from even being there is so important just for your overall happiness and quality of life in my opinion yeah absolutely so remember it won't ever be easy but it's worth correcting these patterns so that we can become the best version of ourselves so thank you guys for listening and we hope to see you next time bye guys before we go, make sure to follow us on both of our Instagrams, Wellness Amigas and Wellness Amigas Pod. We're active on Instagram every day. We do fitness videos, health and wellness tips, uh, food recipes, a bunch of stuff. So come join us and be our amiga.